1: I'm a nerd,
0: and uh, I'm pretty proud of it.
2: Rise and shine, nerds!
0: You're tuned in to episode 452 of the Back Row Morning Show, proudly part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm Radio Matt, the station manager and chief radio nerd here at LTN. I'm a third-generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd.
2: And I'm Mo, sidekick to the Chief Radio Nerd, here to bring the facts and fire to your day, and I need a little more coffee.
0: Today on the show, we are talking about new robot assistants.
2: Also on the show today, what is the most annoying accent in America?
0: <laughs> but first, today is Thursday, March 17th, 2020, and uh, we got some holidays to celebrate.
2: Absolutely. It is National Burp on Air Day. <laughs> national Corned Beef and Cabbage Day. Corn Beef and Cabbage. Do you like Corned Beef and Cabbage?
0: Uh, I never say. had it.
2: Oh, okay.
0: I'm assuming I wouldn't.
2: Okay, but I actually kind of think that you probably would.
0: Why? Why well, would you think that about me?
2: You like cabbage, right? It's one of the things I like.
0: Uncooked cabbage. I like cabbage in a salad. Cabbage in a salad. Salad cabbage. I use cabbage. Cabbage in a salad. In s- cabbage in a salad. <laughs> cabbage in a salad.
2: <laughs> I use cabbage <laughs> instead of lettuce on my tacos.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's an okay. I yeah.
2: love it, shredded that's an cabbage. An okay swap. Anyway, um, I feel like you would like corned beef. I mean, as a meat, you would like. I'm not it.
0: even sure what corned beef is.
2: It's it's corned beef.
0: What does that mean? How do you corn a beef?
2: It's it's
0: the seasonings that it's. <laughs> I feel like there's more to it than that. Oh no, mind your business. <laughs> Just eat it.
2: I don't know, just shut and eat it. <laughs> that's right. Don't ask questions. Just eat your food. Your mama didn't tell you that when you were little. No, that's, because
0: she's the same way I am. <laughs>
2: well, but that that's what's wrong with you today, my friend.
0: Yeah. And that's why uh our our middle child eats a whole lot of grilled cheese sandwiches.
2: You gotta say, don't ask questions, just eat your food. <laughs> Yeah.
0: So I thought the fun fact. I thought I was Irish for most of my life. Most, most, most of, my life, of my life. Uh, but you're not. And then, uh, yeah, we found out
2: <laughs> that you're actually
0: that we're actually just you know, straight up basic white Anglo-Saxon, just normal English folk.
1: Yeah. So, uh-huh.
2: You know, I have to tell I'm you,
0: actually, Native American.
2: This is uh, hold on. So this is like. A total side conversation here, but for the month of February and even a couple days into March, we were doing Black History Month in the library. Yes. And I, for real, had one of my students say, Miss Mo, I I don't want to ask you this and it come across as rude, but like, you're white. <laughs> so
0: Question mark. And that's it. <laughs>
2: why are you teaching us about Black History Month? Oh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I was like, homie, listen. <laughs> first things first, I'm the realist.
0: <laughs> I need to show you my Spotify playlist.
2: Um, but then I had to explain to them, truthfully. I'm
0: the realist. <laughs> Number one, I'm the realist. Number two, you can deal <laughs>
2: Number three, you are racist. <laughs> Anyway, um, I had to really point out the fact that I grew up in eastern North Carolina, where in a town where I was the minority. And so I grew up around black culture. And a lot of the people who helped and influenced my raising were black women, black southern women who I went to church with. And so... That same kid is like, so are you saying you're kind of black? And I was like, listen, if you Just could look spirit. at my soul,
0: Just in <laughs>
2: you would see that, yes, I would say that my soul is 100% African-American.
0: <laughs> if you could see how she dealt with a coffee overflow <laughs> earlier, you would know she's 100% white. <laughs> That was the whitest thing I've ever seen, Mo, dude. It's burning. How does it keep coming out? Do you want to put it in another cup? Oh. Oh, there's other cups. Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. Anyway. So funny. um,
2: But then I had to go on to explain to them that actually, by heritage, I am more Cherokee Indian, more Native American than I'm anything. And then they all have the right to look at me and be like, but you have blonde hair and blue eyes.
0: (laughs) You're like Hitler's ideal person.
2: (laughs) They don't get it. Ugh, whatever.
0: Oh my goodness.
2: Anyway. uh, Hey, it's also St. Patrick's Day.
0: I have like literally zero, uh, anything else. I'm just straight up. Like I don't have any Indian, nothing. I don't have any, anything of any ethnicity in me. Um, which I don't know what that means about my lineage. But then again, I also don't really know much about my father's side. So that's what
2: I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't really know. Yeah.
0: So, I might actually, and we just might not know. I don't really know anything about my dad's side of the family beyond uh his dad. So I don't have any records beyond that. So I don't know.
2: Don't know anything about his mom? Um
0: yeah, his mom's His mom's what we thought. Oh no, no, no. His dad is what we thought was Irish and then we found out that wasn't true. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't, huh. I don't think so. I don't think there's anything there.
2: Interesting. Yeah. You need to make that a goal of yours. You know,
0: 23 and me, I guess. Yeah. I have really thought about it before.
2: Yeah. Um, I also
0: really don't care. <laughs>
2: oh, see, that's something that is so interesting to me.
0: Like, that's- you know, some comedian said this. He's like, I'm not going to do that and then find out that I was related to Abe Lincoln. Because <laughs> if I was related to Abe Lincoln, I would know. The only people you're going to find in the history that you didn't know about you're related to are going to be bad people. <laughs>
2: But I don't necessarily want to know, like, people. Sure. Um, now, I will say there was a time where I did want to know people, but that was because I had a sister that I had never met. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know? Um, but I find it very interesting. Like, when we talked about going on our trip to Tennessee, and that area of Tennessee Tennessee, Tennessee is uh, all Cherokee Background, yeah yeah you know names of different things and the towns and whatnot, and it's German and Native American, which I am Irish and German on my dad's side, and I am Native American and Irish on my mom's side, so to me, being kind of in that environment and seeing different things that lean towards those lines of heritage,
0: yeah,
2: it's just interesting, it's fun,, mm. yeah, anyway,
0: mhm-. I get it. Yeah, Deidre's a quarter Hispanic, so my kids are a an eighth, an eighth Hispanic. Yeah, it's about that's as much ethnicity we've got in there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, that was interesting. Uh huh. And awkward. Yeah. It's time for our Thursday rant.
2: Oh Okay. Mo. See, but I'm I'm not really in the ranting, ranting rant.
0: You mean they like punch you or something, get you angry? <gasps> There you ready? Here we go. You know, like the the frog punch where you stick your knuckle out. <laughs> and I was like, "Do it, do it, and see what happens."
2: <laughs> <laughs> you saw, you saw me at my whitest earlier. You about to see my soul.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you punched me like that. Okay, but for real, Matt, why exactly? Our potato chips bags, potato chip bags, always half full. Of air.
0: Um, I think it's supposed to be a packaging thing so they don't get crushed.
2: I mean, sure. But can we not come up with like a better packaging thing so I mean, that it maybe it comes years. in a... Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I am sick and tired of paying full price for a bag of potato chips and getting half of what I've paid for. Honestly.
0: Prinkles? Prinkles?
2: Yeah, exactly. Prinkles. Prinkles. <laughs> Prinkles. So. Pringles. Why can't... Why can't Lay Pringles
0: without the S?
2: Would you hush? It's Pringles.
0: But she wrote Pringles.
2: She obviously accidentally hit the K instead of the G.
0: And the N? Pring... <laughs> I, uh, no, I get Well, it. look, I'm and sorry, now right. she
2: said Pingles. She Pring- forgot the R. That's <laughs> no, <no>, Pingles.
0: <laughs> Prinkles, Pingles. Come on, Thray. Anyway... Uh, there's, the
2: out of all of the potato chip brands that we have, only one has gotten it right. Only one with their can packaging.
0: Lays has them too.
2: Yeah. And tell me how many of those Lays come messed up because theirs is in a plastic tube oh, as yeah, opposed right. to a cardboard I don't buy
0: tube. Them. Would I do buy them. I have Pringles. We have Pringles. <laughs> <Soon> <laughs> I July. don't.
2: You may buy Pringles. I buy Pingles. <laughs>
0: She wrote, "I give up." Nargles.
2: <laughs> That's my rant, though. I am sick and tired of buying a pack of chips.
0: Look, no, you're buying absolutely a... right. But like, did I say that right? A bag of chips. But there, there are some. Like, I understand that that necessity. But there are some that seem to be absolutely ridiculous. Like it's literally a third of the bag. No, is I chips. know. Like, if the little window that you have cut out for the chips isn't full of chips... Exactly. You shouldn't have the you, window there.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, that's my rant.
0: Yeah, those are not potato chips, though. Pringles are not potato chips.
2: Uh, I, why are, are they not?
0: potato crisps. But they're not chips because they are pulped and then formed... To be a potato chip, it has to be sliced and fried.
2: Maybe they have it the right way.
0: Baked Lays also don't count because they are also pulped and formed.
2: Yeah, well, that's the kind of chip (laughs) that I like. And also, there is something about a bag of baked Lays. You get three fourths of a bag of baked Lays as opposed to half of a bag, or it's something about.
0: Yeah, it's because they're like flat, aren't they? Aren't they like straight flat? I'm, like, they don't have any No, bend they to have them, a little they? bit
2: of a bend on the edges. Just a little oh, okay. bit on. Just a little oh, bend.
0: Dancing. <laughs> little bend.
2: <laughs> little edges are, are bent. Whoa, but whoa, if that whoa, was whoa, the no, case, no, 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 no. then why wouldn't Doritos You be mean the, the edges
0: same? are not straight edges. Is that uh, what you're saying?
2: No, no, no. But you're saying
0: it does actually, like, like it has a, Okay, okay. It does have, like, like a curve a, to it. Like
2: a curling iron took a slight okay, curve to okay. it. Yeah, huh
0: Yeah, Doritos, yeah. You're right. Doritos would be the same. They're they're flat.
2: Uh Uh-huh. And they're one of the worst for air in their packages. They
0: are. You're right. Yeah. Tortilla chips in general.
2: Yes. I don't understand. I don't understand. Mm. But we are being ripped off.
0: Meanwhile, Fritos. Fritos will stuff that bag full.
2: Well, and I think because for the most part, they're already broken. (laughs) You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if Uh... they... Break any more than what they already are. The chip itself is like a broken chip, Hmm. right? I
0: don't know. This is a weird rant.
2: It listen. (laughs) It might be a weird rant, but it's definitely a valid rant.
0: Ky redhead says, uh, or Oriole says on the package, it actually says potato crisps. Ky redhead says, chip is defined as a thin slice of food, typically potato, made crisp by being fried, baked, or dried, and eaten as a snack. So fruit leather? <laughs> oh, that reminds me of that fruit leather we tried as a taste uh-huh, test. The banana. Banana. Was it banana like walnut? and
2: banana it? something.
0: Banana pecan maybe. It
2: tasted like.
0: It was so bad.
2: Leathered baby food.
0: It was so gross. Yeah, it was not good. All right, Clark, thank you for that. But it's just hey. now tell me this. Thirteen months. Thirteen months. Okay. Well, a year and a month. All right, let's take a break here. When we come back, we've got your weird news for the day.
2: Stick around.
1: Have you ever heard a nerdy word or phrase that you were positive you should know, but you didn't? We've all been there, feeling like our nerd cred is dropping by the second. Well, fear not. LTN is here to help you hold your own in a nerdy conversation. So pull up an ear and pay attention because we've got a new nerdy definition for you. Today's term is Prime Directive. Also known as Starfleet General Order Number One, the Prime Directive is a guideline that all Starfleet members and ships must adhere to in the Star Trek lore. It reads as follows. As the right of each sentient species to live in accordance with its normal cultural evolution is considered sacred, no Starfleet personnel may interfere with the normal and healthy development of alien life and culture. Such interference includes introducing superior knowledge, strength, or technology to a world whose society is incapable of handling such advantages wisely. Starfleet personnel may not violate this Prime Directive, even to save their lives and or their ship, unless they are acting to right an earlier violation or an accidental contamination of said culture. This Directive takes precedence over any and all other considerations and carries with it its highest moral obligation. Essentially, don't screw around with cultures that haven't developed warp technology yet, which is based on a rule the Vulcans had as well, waiting to make first contact with Earth until Zephyrm Cochran's first successful warp flight. And all the captains totally always follow this directive. So, next time your Trekkie friend forces you to binge-watch some Next Generation with her, and you hear someone say, but Captain, that would violate the Prime Directive, you won't have to fake it, because now you understand that reference.
0: Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt.
2: And I'm Mo. And hey, make sure you're following us on all the socials. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Just search for at the back row LTN and connect with us.
0: Now it's time for Mo's fact of the day.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The meal that became a St. Patrick's Day staple across the country, corned beef and cabbage, was an American innovation. While ham and cabbage were eaten in Ireland, corned beef offered a cheaper substitute for the Irish immigrants living in lower Manhattan in the late 19th century and early 20th 20th century. They would purchase leftover corned beef from ships that were returning from the tea trade in China. The Irish would boil the beef three times, the last time with cabbage to remove some of the brine. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. Yeah. I always think of uh, a Brian Regan joke when I hear corned beef and cabbage. He said uh, he has a friend who's Italian, and uh, he says he speaks Italian, but he doesn't speak Italian. He just uses an accent whenever he says Italian dishes. Uh-huh. So, hey, you should come over to my mom's house. She makes a great manicotti.
2: Mozzarella. She makes it all <laughs>
0: day, with a sprinkle cheese. Uh-huh. He goes, I have an Irish heritage. I don't say, hey, come over to my house. We're going to have corn, beef, and cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep, uh-huh. man. Exactly. So it's over to our weird news desk now.
2: Here's a news story you might not have heard yet.
0: Speaking of accents, we've got uh, got a bunch of polls from uh, Preply.com about uh, the accents here in America. Okay. And what are the ones we like and dislike the most. Okay. And uh, specifically one that's what's the, uh, well, we got what's the sexiest, Ooh. what's the smartest sounding, and also the most annoying.
2: Okay.
0: So let's start with the uh the best and the worst. Okay. The best is a southern accent. Did you see that coming?
2: No. Yeah. To me it's annoying. <laughs>
0: uh the worst apparently is the Appalachian accent, which I don't know what that <gasps> is. How, how I does take that go?
2: huge offense to that. <laughs> that would be more of like a Tennessee. But how do you what do they have?
0: Uh, The options are Southern. Well, here's the order from best to worst. Southern, New York, Midwestern, Texas, Chicago, Boston, Hawaiian, Southern Californian, uh, New Orleans or Cajun, Philadelphia, Long Island, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, and Appalachian. Makes me kind of sad.
2: Hold on. Um, Let's see. (laughs)
0: <laughs> really playing. quick, really quick. Do you know what they're saying? <laughs>
2: um, yes and no. <laughs>
0: they're saying
3: carry it in the house. You'd say tote it in the house. And that's the Appalachian. Like
0: that you wanted to uh, stop it. I hate it. So bag, much.
3: This is my family. Talk, you
1: know, of a paper bag, this is literally By your family. Well, people talk around no. here, I guess it'd be what more like you call hillbilly style or something. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Just mountain talk. Stop yeah,
0: it. that's that's Appalachian. Yeah, mountain,
2: and milk. it's actually. Appalachian.
0: Everybody it's sounded, not Appalachian. Sorry. It's Appalachian. The mountain Uh huh. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Get myself a can of skull. Oh.
2: And <laughs> Have I ever told you the story about my pop with my mom in the grocery store when she was like 16? No. <laughs> you said skull, and it reminded me.
0: I think that 's the first time i 've ever even said that word my entire life <laughs> just now but let 's let 's hear the story
2: uh, so well, first things first, let me tell you when my grandparents grew up, they grew up in the hills of north carolina that 's what they call it the hills of North Carolina, it, way up in the mountains, so okay. they are true hillbillies. okay then, when my grandparents got married, my grandfather got a job with General Motors in Baltimore, and so that moved them up to Maryland. And, you know, Maryland is more city folk. Um, And they had my mom. My mom goes off to kindergarten. And within the first couple weeks of school, my grandparents get a call saying that they need to come in, that my mom is behind and needs to be tested for special education. Okay. They sit down at the desk. They tell her, they say, Mr. and Mrs. Sheets, listen, Pam just really isn't comprehending. She's not reading on the same level. She's what we're really concerned with though is the way that she speaks. And my pop opened up his mouth and said, "Well, you know, ma'am, I just I got to I got to let you know." And they stopped him right there and said, "Never mind." It's not that yeah. she's behind.
0: Yeah, I got to let you know, you know, we don't gotten too much to the kind of <laughs> It's kind of a uh, tomfoolery. But, you know, <laughs> you
2: know,
0: so. We'll definitely keep her on, her on her P's and Q's and, you know, take her down to the, uh, to the, to the. To All the right. Walmart that's enough.
2: Stop making fun of my grandparents.
0: Buy, a, <laughs> buy one of them tapes that she can listen to at night. To be, you know, All right. So her,
2: fast forward about 16 years. No, not quite that long. About 10 years. Um, my pop and my mom are in the grocery store. And my pop is at the checkout and he notices my mom looking at a couple of boys that are the aisle over and my pop being the huge jokester that he always was. He goes, he says, can you go get me a can of that can of that chew from over there, that chewing tobacco? And so she goes and gets it to him and brings it over. And just as she's handing it to him, he very loudly, and he was a big man always very big very loudly now sis i done told you that if you keep on chewing this stuff you're gonna rot your teeth right out of your head i don't know what you're thinking but you have got to go put this stuff back i am not paying for it <laughs> <laughs> and my mom said she about <laughs> lost it <laughs> yep so in the middle of baltimore in a grocery store yeah
0: oh, i'm sorry there, sweetheart. did you fancy them two boys over there <laughs> Sorry about that. Didn't uh, mean to embarrass you here. That's my family. Anyway. At the Piggly Wiggly.
2: Little side note. All right. Makes me sad that Appala- Appalachian, Appalachian is last.
0: Sexiest American accent. <laughs> what do you think it is?
2: I feel like the only people taking these quizzes are men, and so they're going to say Southern.
0: You're right. Yeah. Southern accent.
2: I would say like a bostonian accent
0: is I'm, the sexiest accent yeah. for you
2: yeah you are
0: such white carpet Rogue. want to know why why that's the most annoying accent what in america the boston accent
2: <laughs> okay but then number two is southern that's true how does that make any sense
0: i don't know You can be annoyed by the things that you find sexy. Whatever. (laughs) And uh, the smartest sounding accent apparently is New York. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, She tells me every day, "You're lucky. You're pretty." (laughs) I guess, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I am.
2: Oh man. Okay. Apparently, the the
0: New York accent is the smartest sounding accent.
2: I kind of get that. Yeah. I don't. I also think that it's the rudest. <laughs> if I hear a New a New Yorker. I'm gonna be like, mm.
0: I'm learning here. It's <laughs> smart. You get it. Smart shut answer.
2: up.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but maybe actually, I think Chicago might.
0: The freaking library can't keep your dang mouth shut. Yeah, exactly. See. Yeah. I'm trying to learn how to conjugate a verb over here.
2: Okay, so accents are one of my favorite things. <laughs> I really do love trying to pick out where someone is from yeah. by their accent. Mm-hmm.
0: I have a hard time not mimicking the accent of someone yeah, I'm talking you, to. Yeah. Then you make yeah. yourself
2: look like a moron.
0: And I don't mean to. I don't mean to. Yeah, but it, moron. it's it's worse when it's like a well, it's thick like an, accent. It, it, no, it's like Indian accents. Oh. So, you know, we had people in the church that came here for a long time that. that. Yeah. And I really had to stop myself from mimicking their accent while they're talking to me. Like, like cause they, the speak, guy they from, speak fast and
2: what was the guy from the Simpsons? A Apu. a yeah. yeah. That's what I think of every right. time. And
0: that's how I, I can, I can't do that. Yeah. I can't do, I can't slip into the Apu accent. Mm-hmm. That's not meaning to it just happens. Yeah. Um, and, uh, the most trustworthy American accent, according to this poll is the Midwestern accent.
2: So those are the people who just talk normally. That's us. (laughs) Like, there is no Midwestern. I don't... When you break down the fact that there's a Chicago and there's a Texas and there's a Minnesota, there is no Midwestern. Those are the people who talk normal without any accent whatsoever.
0: KY says that's why news anchors learn Midwestern. Exactly. But Thraymaker says lies, so...
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thraymaker...
0: Uh, Tristan feels me. I've done that so many times. It's yeah. You really have to pay attention to yourself. All right, let's take another quick break. When we come back,
2: we dive into our main topic.
0: Stick around. Hey, hey. What's up, nerds? Thank you for listening to LTN Radio. We just wanted to take a quick second to thank all of our financial partners. Because without you, this radio station and Love Thy Nerd as a whole would not exist. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And if you are not a financial partner with us, but you'd like to be, check out lovethynerd.com slash partner. You can give a one-time gift or a recurring gift straight to the ministry, or you can give directly to LTN Radio or partner with a specific ministry team member. Love Thy Nerd is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax-deductible. And we promise that every single dollar donated will be going directly to thoughtful content, relational outreach, and intentional community as we exist to be the love of Jesus to nerds and nerd culture. But if you can't partner with us financially right now, that's okay. The one thing Love Thy Nerd needs more than your financial support is your prayer support. We ask that you pray for our team members, the direction of our ministry, and for every soul that crosses our paths. Okay, that last one kind of sounded like we were going to hurt people. That's not what, that's not what I, you know what I mean, right? Right. This is awkward. LTN Radio
2: all the podcast apps. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. Or don't. We're not your parents, and we won't be mad. Just disappointed.
0: Well, we have been talking about the state of AI in 2022, and uh, one of the newest steps in uh, home-based artificial intelligence was announced last September. This was Astro, a robot dog that is like a mobile Alexa that will roll around your house Uh, And here's some of the things that it's being touted that it can do. Uh, Amazon Astro uses advanced navigation technology to find its way around your home and go where you need it. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you're not using Astro, it will hang out close by at the ready. So it'll kind of follow you around the house, but not be intrusive. Remotely, you can send Astro to check on specific rooms, people, or things. It has a camera. It has a camera actually attached to a a telescoping pole that can go up basically face level with people. Uh, So you can see a whole room, essentially. Uh, You can get alerts when Astro detects an unrecognized person or certain sounds when you're away. Uh, You can have Astro proactively patrol, investigate activity, and save videos in rings cloud storage. You can remotely care for aging loved ones giving you peace of mind while helping them live independently.
3: That one's going to need some explaining.
0: Set up up reminders, manage shopping lists, (laughs) receive activity alerts, and more. Astro can follow you with entertainment, find you to deliver calls, messages, timers, alarms, or reminders so it can hunt you down in your house. Uh, You can turn off the mics, the cameras, and the motion with one press of a button. Uh, yeah, right, And use the Astro app to set up bound zones to let Astro know where it's not allowed to go. And mm. uh, Astro comes with a detachable cup holder that can carry other items, such as a, Zi- a Ziploc container, like a Tupperware container, uh, a blood pressure monitor, a Furbo dog camera that tosses treats to your pets, and other things. So... uh this is this is this is the first home robot, like real home robot that can do roboty things. Hey, okay. what I are your so thoughts?
3: Many th- <laughs> so many, so many thoughts. So okay, have, let's so get the, so let's get all three, the jokes out first. Thray's here. Um, and we also
0: have Ky redhead. So Ky redhead and Thray are joining us for just this chat. the
3: two of you.
0: All right, so Thray, go ahead. <laughs> what are you going to say?
3: Okay, okay, I got to get it out first. Did Amazon buy the rights to Boomerangs, The Jetsons? Right. <laughs> I was wondering the same thing. I know that this is the year that George Jetson is supposed Me, to have George been born, Jetsons? but <laughs> seriously?
0: <laughs> but Astro um, wasn't a robot dog.
3: He was a regular dog. You are correct, but 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 what clearly you they think, couldn't Jetsons, use canine because that was already copyrighted. Um, like and also, did you not, like, almost a year ago, do a, a story that started this whole scare-mo-off uh, thing about them doing a butler? This just sounds like they decided, oh, a, a butler is creepy? Let's do a dog. Let's do a dog. That's game. totally right. Yeah. That's and I just... that, that'll make people less feel creepy. Well before even though we're collecting
2: all the same data. (laughs) Yeah. Before we get into you know, our huge discussion and whatnot, I will say it worked. (laughs) It worked. Because I find this far less terrifying than a butler. (laughs) Yep. Anyway. Well (laughs) Smart
3: House was still was still a movie Uh that scarred me for life. (laughs) Same. so <laughs> good luck with that yeah yeah uh doesn't matter if it looks like a dog I've watched plenty of sci-fi where it's a robot <laughs> dog that zooms around and anyway I would also like to point out that um in the suggested way it's moving um well how is how are the roombas that are all getting locked in the bathroom and you have to go let, let let your vacuum cleaner out of the bathroom <laughs> on a regular basis or it, can, it, can it set, doesn't know where it is it can
0: set a, a boundary lost. you can keep it out of the bathroom period
3: yes theoretically <laughs> until it gets lost because these things depend on sensors mm-hmm. and as soon as you've put your office chair in a place that it wasn't before it's in a whole new room and has never seen it before.
0: A whole new
4: room. I feel like the level of clutter at my house inherently protects me from robot like surveillance. Well, for that you know, very reason.
3: Didn't you know, KY? Uh, these these robots are only for uh, HGTV houses where your kids only exist in one room. Um, because you know they never have a toy anywhere, ever. So,
2: I mean, I've
0: seen the little Astro thing. It's relatively slender. It could it could snake around toys, I think.
2: Snake around. That's a really good use of <laughs> verbiage there. Snake around. Okay. I also needed to expand
3: upon uh, the reliability of the healthcare uh, aspects because I'm sorry. Did we or did we not just have a case before grand jury for things making similar comments? And also this is basically asking you to depend on your Roomba to take care of, of your elderly uh, loved one. And if I can't trust Roomba to not eat computer cords, why should I trust them with health care? I mean, that's already a big enough stress. I can, see, I can see some of these aspects being helpful, but not 100%. I would ask them for more information on that mechanism. As it is, they're already recording and uh, video and sound, which is also uh, usable in a court of law, uh, as has been already demonstrated. So, I mean, there's that. That's good, Um, I guess. (laughs) And... uh, yeah.
0: I mean you think you don't think you're being slightly unfair by just calling it a an updated roomba.
3: I <laughs> I'm, I'm well, sorry, like how a, does it move around?
0: It, it has wheels, like big wheels. Like it's big not gonna chp. It's not gonna chop up cords. Okay, it won't running. vacuum. Right.
3: Good job.
0: It's not a vacuum cleaner.
3: <laughs>
2: okay. It we'll, rolls we'll, around on wheels, wheels just like a roomba. But it does okay, I'm
3: also suction. thinking of those mechanical dogs that were out in the same era as Furby's. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking of how, you know, we were all promised that they would do all of these wonderful things. Uh-huh. But instead, they just made sad sounds as the batteries died.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, so. So, also, are they repairable? Because anything that moves is going to be more...
2: More likely to fall off a shelf and die. Happens to me scare. every day.
0: Should never be <laughs> Sorry, on the shelf.
2: Sorry, Mo. Talk. Oh no, no, that you're fine. You are totally fine. Um. So, well, Ky, do you have do you have thoughts? What are your thoughts? Only cynical ones. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I have
4: watched and read too much sci-fi and studied too much history. To I mean, we don't have Alexa, we don't have dots. we have cell phones, which I'm very well aware of you know what all what all can be done with just that and we've uh, we've done fun experiments at our house where we'll purposefully talk about something that we have no interest in to see how long it takes for ads for it to pop up, <laughs> and that's something the kids and I have done for fun, so that's been really exciting. Um, highly recommend super entertaining um, but Yeah, I mean, the whole thing, it just makes me sad and a little sick just for because the people who will be like, oh, look, it's a dog. I want it in my house. I have no qualms whatsoever. And yes, I'll use it to monitor my kids when I'm, you know, I'm just going to step out for a minute or, you know, I'm going to use it to, you know, make sure that, you know, we're secure. And I just feel like um just the way it's designed that it's it's going to be relied on too much and that it's going to be considered this um this replacement for common sense and i feel that that's that's a slippery slope we're already sliding well down um and it just i mean that's i have a whole <laughs> that's kind of encompasses my whole lifestyle between homeschooling and you know being cynical (laughs) cynical in general conservative libertarian who cares about people and policies matter because people matter uh kind of person so yeah i don't i don't know it's plus we're not a dog family so they've already lost me on that front
3: (laughs) to be fair can you imagine if you tried to give it the personality of a cat though
4: that would be amazing. Definitely would have Terminator See, I'm a little intrigued hands. now. I mean, yeah. See, and that's uh, the thing. Like, I mean, Atmos, Cybermen. I mean, science fiction's okay. not really okay, fiction though. here. K9 though. K9. <laughs> I always
3: want K9. Yeah. The most adorable robo dog ever. Doctor.
4: <laughs> and then you've got her havers. He's
3: who
4: a are good crazy, dog. okay, <laughs> Hello, don't hackers who are crazy, psychopaths who think it'd be fun to hack you know random persons robo dog and anything okay. anything totally computer is hackable, period, and yeah. you know, like people are like, "Oh, you can turn the camera off, yeah, right, I mean seriously, what is it, whoever it was that just uh, it just came out and court documents or whatever that they mm. really saved everything that you really? thought was a Snapchat or something. They're like, no, we really do save all of that. And just in case. And yeah, the I only mean, thing
3: illegal about it was that they didn't put it in the terms of service that nobody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's
4: stuff like that where it's like false sense of security and, and I'm, I'm sad that, that enough people won't question at all. Like they won't, they won't be any hesitant at all. Um, that that just makes me sad
3: <laughs> I, I, ju- I I think this is gonna be kind of a novelty thing for a while mm. I, I mean it they're gonna have some households get them, but they're only gonna be really in the major cities just due to practicality of repair, simplicity of designs of the types of houses they would be in um as well as the fact that these things are probably going to have need for strong Wi-Fi and strong electrical, which face it, if you're outside the big cities and have weather on a regular basis, you're, you're going to have some, uh, variant in that, um, at least for it to be dependable. Um, because even as we become a society that is more and more depend on wifi, uh, there are some places that occasionally have Wi-Fi go out.
4: <laughs> no. So, uh, Do we have a price point on this? Because that's another thing. Like, yeah, that's true.
3: You is, know, it what, is, what, is what two thousand dollars. They're aiming for two thousand dollars.
0: Two thousand dollars.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. This is going to be a glorified <laughs> reboot of the dog from the nineties. That dog? Yeah, it is yeah. totally. I mean, that's even the price point for a reboot of the dog from the 90s. <laughs> if this was a $20,000 dog, then we knew that they would actually fulfill those promises that uh-huh. they've listed. And it wouldn't just have some bugs or something.
1: Some also, bugs why would you bugs. have that type
3: of money around to throw at a dog? <laughs> Dumb question. Some people do
4: that. Take, well, I'd and see, I think that's right? part of the the whole it will replace all of these things for you. So if you're like, man, if I I spend this much in gas and this much in time just going and doing a visual check and really my my elderly parent or grandparent is okay they just need me to check every once in a while or my 8 year old is a latchkey kid and they really just need someone to check in on them that $2000 you know could be a lot cheaper than a caregiver or you know a nanny who sits in front of the TV just to make sure there's a warm body so i can see people justifying something oh. like that for the replacement aspect which is kind of the scary aspect
0: or even just I mean, setting up you know oh. like a bunch of cameras in your house as opposed to buying all those, if you can have one roving camera, it'll be about mm-hmm. the same price.
3: Also, I would be very curious to see, because they would be required to, do a test of how real pets respond to it. I mean, this is a classic <laughs> conundrum, but um, just the amount of signals that that thing's going to be putting out, that's got to be hard on high-pitched ears. Uh, Cancer rates. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there.
1: <laughs>
3: uh, um,
0: Oriole says, now instead of fleas, you have to worry about computer bugs.
3: <laughs> that is accurate. That is accurate. Oh, There we go. Can you imagine? Seriously. If, can you imagine if this was uh, put out by Apple and every six months it had to get a mandatory
4: up Grade that may or may not be great.
0: And every five I mean, years, that is the, the thing, though. Car. I mean, that's once they got you relying
4: it. on it, that they could do whatever they want to. It's,
0: it's
2: well, vet cost, guys, that's all it is.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny.
2: Okay,
3: <laughs> oh. okay. <laughs> um,
0: so, but I'm, you so also, what I'm hearing oh, is like, y'all don't want it, y'all don't want this dog. <laughs>
3: I'm. I'm gonna be. I. I'm going to be. I. I still watch grown men use their smartwatches to use the force at checkout. Um, and I phrase it that way for a reason. Um, so yeah, there's there's wonderful things about technology. It's usually the practicalities and the reliability that is that is questionable. And in this case, it sounds like a really it, a really sophisticated data collecting toy. It fetches your data. It's very good <laughs> at it. I'm sure Google will come out with a model
4: next year.
0: <laughs>
4: Listen. Probably. A and then different dog breeds. You could
2: get like a little customization package oh, okay. and they miss decals on the Mo's actual name. It should have been named Data. I mean, mm.
3: no, because then. Because then we would have to have a, a cat named Spot,
0: and,
2: and <laughs> I mean, thank you, that thank you for saying that. That's exactly
3: where my
0: mind went.
2: Future, so
0: I have a whole pet family.
2: Yeah,
3: exactly. Well, then, how are you going to feel when your pet hamsters. data has a pet named Spot, and how do you, <laughs> you have an existential crisis about
2: anyway?
0: A hundred and yeah, one robot an dogs.
2: <laughs> At least they didn't go with Cujo. Cujo. Yeah. I'm just saying. Mm. That could have been. That terrible. would have been a
0: good uh, Halloween uh, face skin, though, like, you know, a background for the <laughs> the dog's face yeah, on Halloween. Right.
2: Mm. Cujo. Can you imagine how terrifying that is? <laughs> that you, like, just like on Fortnite, you can buy skins <laughs> yeah. for your robot. <laughs> oh, your robot pet. Someday. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Someday we'll live. No, we won't. Yeah. Yeah, we will. Someday we'll 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 be
0: living in a robotic (laughs) hellscape one day. Well,
2: no, what I was going to say was someday we will live in a place of complete sense where nothing seems like it's crazy and out of this world and insane, <laughs> but before that day comes, we all must die.
3: Well, at <sighs> least your telemarketers are definitely
2: not a computer, right? <clears throat> yeah. <Yep>. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have to say, I'm going to weigh in my opinion. Do you have a strong opinion here, one way or the other? I've,
0: not really. Okay. I think it's neat, but it, I agree that it's kind of like a novelty.
2: I agree that it is a novelty. I think that it is I, I'm on the same page as you. I think that it's neat. Yeah. And I can't help but like, you know, when the part about, um, oh, where is it? Remotely care for aging loved ones, giving you peace of mind while helping them live independently. And our ladies here were like so floored at that right. that idea. They just gave up tons of negative feedback. <laughs> there. Um, But I can't help but think of my father-in-law in in his last year or so. After after my mother-in-law passed away, he took a really, really steep and fast decline, Mm. and he just became depressed. And then that depression actually turned on his health. His health became really, really, really bad to the point where we had to move him out of his home and had to put him in a facilitated area. It wasn't a nursing home. He was living independently, but there were a lot of things that he missed, a lot of appointments that he missed, you know, people who would come and pick him up, things that he was just sleeping through. Yeah. You know, Um, whereas if we had some sort of dog (laughs) (laughs) that we could look in and see him and say, I mean, there were multiple times that My sister-in-law or my brother-in-law had to go to his apartment and break in because they didn't have a key, you know, and he had locked himself inside and was sleeping. Yeah. You know, worst case scenario, what is happening? What's going on on the other side of this door? You know, towards the end, he had actually passed out on the floor and Mm. my sister-in-law found him unconscious on the floor. So there could be huge benefits to that aspect of it, you know?
0: Yeah. It feels um, like it would need
3: honesty, to be. A, in so. all honesty, Mo, all that technology that you're seeing is beneficial for that caretaking purpose, it already exists in countertop units particularly. And granted mm-hmm. that that isn't rolling into the bedroom, but it depends on where you choose to put it and such. Right. Uh they they've already got um They've got things that uh will overtake the speaker phone on your phone in order to you know shout, "Mom, Dad, what's going on or can you hear me or such right uh that kill dispensers that only uh dispense what is assigned for certain days and at certain times and a beeper until you receive them mm-hmm um. Of course, any text or read aloud uh, as far as appointment reminders and other notifications. And, of course, the camera system. Uh, Nanny cams exist for elderly care as well. It's just usually a matter of having consent forms, Um, which is another thing. Right. Uh, The collection of this data with this dog, they would have to figure out the consent forms of, you know...
2: Amazon terms and conditions and all that. So So I think the whole reason why a dog is better, if you will, than, Mm -hmm. you know, the camera top or the countertop cameras or any of the other things that have already been put out is simply because. And I'm speaking only in regards to our elderly family members who are living alone. um, It's a form of companionship. Um, And as silly as that may sound, as silly as it may seem, it is, it will give some sense of a friend to that person. Um, And so with my father-in-law specifically, it was, we had all of the technology. It was, he either didn't charge it, he would lose the charger, he would knock it off of the counters, he would put it away, he would forget where he put it, his phone was constantly dead. There were... Just constant things that happened where none of the technology that was already out was beneficial in any way. It just wasn't working. Whereas I know with my father-in-law, had it been this kind of pet aspect to it, it would have been, he would have treated it a little bit differently.
0: It also uh, self-charges. Goes to its own little unit, like uh, Baymax.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And we all love
3: Baymax. Um, (laughs) All honesty, the next piece in that whole thing is that if it were any other company, because I'm not
2: sure that they're the ones I would want with... Yeah. Healthcare data.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's one of the red flags for me.
2: And I definitely would not use it as a substitute or anything like from a, mm-hmm. an in-home nurse. You know what I mean? He would definitely still need or that family member would still need an in-home nurse. I am not going to be trusting some robot to be administering daily health care, checking temperatures or, you know, doing a vital scan of any kind. No, I'm not. That That's not what I'm insinuating. However, I do think that for the security aspect of it, for the peace of mind aspect of it, for the family members, but also for the companionship aspect of it that I think nobody's really considering. I know for my father-in-law, who was incredibly depressed in his last several years, it would have been beneficial not only to us as his children, but to him
0: Yeah, I think there are some specific situations where a lot of this would be helpful. Uh, You know, worries about the company aside and and privacy aside, with that kind of technology and that ability, which is probably only going to get more advanced as time goes on, assuming this doesn't just immediately flop and fail like a lot of things Mm -hmm. of this nature have. But... um, for just a normal standard family i don't I, I think it doesn't go really beyond novelty at that point of here take this red bull to tommy in the game room
4: right <laughs> well, thinking about i mean if you if you take aside the concerns about the company and privacy and things like that you could say fine you know this dog could read audiobooks aloud to my kid and you know this dog could could get my you know help help him reach something or you know whatever so i mean yeah i mean there's there's a lot of lifestyle perks that you could have from it if you know if all the other concerns aside right
0: <laughs> yeah all right well is there any uh any last words we want to say Right. I'm still open to the cat idea.
3: Yeah, I'm, so, I'm still curious about, you know, what this looks like, what the mechanics are. It's and actually, I'm sorry to be so pretty, negative. Uh, oh, no, it no, does no. sound like there are a lot of of fun things about it that could be useful in very specific contexts.
0: I will say it's pretty cute if you want to go Google it.
3: Are we talking, like, Jack Russell, Golden Retriever. It doesn't really, it doesn't really
0: look like a dog. <laughs> it doesn't, it look
3: doesn't look like a dog. Look like a dog. No, Did do they even bother to change the Butler design? <laughs> Did they just decide to
4: call it a dog?
0: No, I mean it looks like it looks like a robot pet, but it looks more like something out of Star Wars than a dog.
4: I I also oh really, yeah, it's a it's a little. It's a little elongated car thing with a screen face. Yeah. Oh my goodness! It looks like a duck. <laughs> it looks like one of those. See, old now I would have been ducks. open to the idea of a duck. I would have been open to the idea of a duck, but the dog? I don't know. It just. I don't. You see know. It as a
3: dog
2: though, it just looks like it needs a pull string, and it's a duck. Yeah. Um. So, Oriole pointed out the most beneficial piece in all of this in the chat and he said we would not have to worry about shedding
0: <laughs>
2: and that is literally one of the first things that I thought of I could have a dog and not have to worry <laughs> about shedding <laughs> uh-huh, uh, Yeah.
0: thank you ladies for joining us
2: love y'all
3: <laughs> have a good day you too
2: Welcome back to the Backroom Morning Show. I'm Mo,
0: and I'm Radio Matt. Before we go, we're going to answer and ask us anything question from Twitch. So, Twitch, jump on it. Give us a question. Ask us any possible thing what what's wrong
2: you know you know how I do you know how I do you say something it reminds me of a song I (laughs) sing the song but you just said something that reminded me of a song that
0: I can't sing because it's inappropriate inappropriate Uh (laughs) uh-huh inappropriate inappropriate so how's your knee I noticed Uh, it was my ankle that was your ankle (laughs)
2: Yes.
0: Everybody on who was watching the screen.
2: Good grief. I'm pretty sure it was heard, but but I kicked the, what is like the under metal part of the table where it, you fold the legs out, you know, how? and then it forms this triangle here. Yeah, I definitely (laughs) kicked that real nice.
1: Uh,
0: Uh. uh, For the record, KY, I don't think there was any animosity in that discussion. No, not at all. At all. Mm-mm. Uh, I, I, I just different perspectives that's all no problem whatsoever yeah <coughs> okay
2: that's what makes it nice is being able to all
0: right I'm just going to rest- I'm going to have to bounce ideas off all right I'm going to restart the whole ending here before we go we're going to answer and ask us anything question from Twitch
2: today's question comes from our friend
0: let's do both of them we'll do oh we got we got three. Let's do these three. No more questions. Let's do the first one. What's the first one?
2: Uh, why is the other person the better host?
0: And this is from Lark. Lark.
2: Yeah, Lark asks, why is the other person the better host? I'll go first. Okay. Uh, Matt is the better host because he has a background in radio. He already knew what he was doing coming into this. I had zero idea of what I was doing. Um, he keeps me on topic. He keeps me controlled. He keeps me in line. Um Whip crack. Yes. <laughs> um, that is why he 100% is the better host. Hands down.
0: Agreed. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I, I think Mo is better in a lot of ways. She is more personable. Uh, she is often more genuinely funny, like spontaneously funny. Uh, most of my jokes that tend also to be. That makes for inappropriate. Also, so. <laughs> that's also some of the funniest moments on the show. <laughs> Uh, but she connects really well, especially in these discussions, talking with, with other people, she connects a lot better. I I have more of a host personality in that I'm a little bit detached sometimes while Mo can, uh, get in there and kind of lead the conversation, uh, once it's begun, uh, or at least keep it moving in a way that I can't always do, uh, because it's not in a bullet point format. (laughs) Um, every like you know, everything that I do is usually written out, uh, and stuff that she does, she just has like a little dot 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 on her line because she's better um, being spontaneous. So, thanks, Matt. That's why this works.
2: Yeah, we're very uh, similar, but also very 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 different very in some different.
0: important key ways. See,
2: our next question comes from Ky Redhead, who says if you had to listen to just one album only for the rest of your life. What would you pick? You go for it.
0: That's a hard question.
2: <laughs> I have to look up the name of mine. That's
0: a hard who question. Who listens to albums anymore? There's quite a few really, really good ones though, from two uh, thousands, I think, that I really liked that I could probably listen nonstop and did for many years. <sighs> I'm gonna say ugh, I'm gonna say Forget and Not Slow Down by Reliant K or The Beautiful Let Down by Switchfoot. Those two albums I loved Start to Finish. Um I mean, like there's Al City though too. Al City's Ocean Eyes is beautiful. Man, there's so many. Mm-hmm. That's really hard. If I had to pick one, I'd pick Reliant K's Forget It, Not Slow Down. No, I'll take it back. Reliant, <laughs> K's, Reliant K's Collapsible Lung. Reliant K's Collapsible Lung. That one's beautiful. Okay. You, you That's good? my final final answer. Okay. Dang it.
2: <laughs> he doesn't like his answer. He doesn't like it. Okay, I can't Actually,
0: even... Actually, the one... No, I'm kidding. Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't resist. I'm sorry.
2: I can't even figure out which album it is, but... And I know that there's no, I shouldn't say nobody. No, it is. no. There are not a lot of people who are going to know who this is, but those of you who do. Uh, Hosanna Poetry. Husanna Poetry. Um, you know who that is. I do. Unchained, I'm pretty sure, is the name of the album. I think so. Um, she is a spoken word artist. All of her... I guess all, all of her songs, they're not sung. They are spoken in kind of an artistic semi-rap, if you would, form with music and...
0: Semi-rap.
2: Background.
0: <laughs> the way he's semi-rap. It's very hoity-toity. Semi-rap eh. format. I mean, I'm not talking
2: Jaw Rule or anything, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love... Hosanna Poetry, and if I had to pick just one album to listen to for the rest of my life, it would definitely be hers, because there is such diversity in everything on her album. It, I don't feel like I would get um, annoyed or frustrated or irritated with the same-sounding thing
0: for gotcha. the rest of my life. Gotcha.
2: Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. Okay, all right. Mark like, uh,
0: like said... Uh Matt, who are you and why did you steal my sister's middle school music choices? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's hurtful. Uh
2: huh. Yeah. Right, and then question. our last question comes from Oriel Jedi who says, What is the worst injury you've had? Um
0: Okay. So if we're talking injury, I guess I need clarification.
2: Okay. Matt has lived his life in as much of a bubble as he possibly could have.
0: Do we mean, like, does does something medical that happened that I didn't actually do to myself count as an injury? Like no, it wasn't something that is that not I an injury. Injured? No. Okay, so good. I don't have to say that because <laughs> it was gross. Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't ever broken a bone. I haven't ever gotten uh a huge laceration or anything. I've gotten stitches but they're all from like surgeries where I like I had my gallbladder removed. So really, I think the worst injury I've ever had was when I threw my back out like 5 years ago. It was so bad. So painful. But that's about it.
2: My friend. My friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I have never broken any significant bones. I have broken both of my pinky toes, um, and I've broken four fingers, but that's it. No significant bones. That is something that has always been a fear of mine to break a bone.
0: Right. Like Like break your arm, break your leg. My gosh, that's terrible. Break your leg. Break your leg. Break your arm, break your (laughs) toe.
2: Okay. Um, but I have, when I was a teenager, I was riding the four-wheeler, and there's a rule in our house now with the four-wheeler. You have to have somebody out there with you. You cannot right. be riding alone.
0: After, after Cannon.
2: No, no. He had somebody out there with him. Oh. He was riding with someone. Oh. Yeah. Um, this is a rule that came from my childhood. Oh. Because I was riding my four-wheeler and went out probably two miles, two and a half miles away from where the house was in the field, was jumping big old sand dunes. I ended up getting cutting it a little too close to the edge of the sand dune. And so when it landed, it flipped, I flipped and it rolled on top of me and the, um, oh, what is it? The wheel, the thing that kind of goes over the wheel, it's called something anyway, that broke off. Had a r- very jagged edge, yeah cut through my pants yeah down my my knee. I Eww. still have that scar Yikes. there, but I got out from underneath the four wheeler, flipped it up on its side on the right side, but it wouldn't start <laughs> and so I had to walk the two and a half miles uh, home, oh uh, uh-huh with this huge gash in yeah. the side of my leg. Dripping blood. Yeah. So that is probably the most traumatic injury that I've ever had.
0: The, uh, I guess the second.
2: Oh, I did get another one. Go ahead.
0: Okay. I'll I'll tell one more story and you can share one more. Okay. Uh, The second uh, biggest injury I've ever had was a concussion. And it happened in a junior high school at summer camp, Christian camp. And, um, there was a, there was a game we all played when I was a teenager called a uh, doorknob. And it's, if you burped, your friend could say doorknob or window or something like that. And until you touched oh, said thing, <gasps> until you touched said thing, they got to punch you. Yeah. And so we're out there, um, at camp, we're like at, under like the rope bridge thing out there where, you know, the obstacle course up in the sky <laughs> and uh, it just rains. So like all the roads and stuff are muddy. I burped, and my friend Dakota said "window," and I'm like, "I'm not gonna play that." You know, I was I was doing the the jerk move of, "Don't be so childish." You know, (laughs) I'm so cool for that. And so as soon as he like, it's like fine, and he put his arm down. I took off towards his truck, (laughs) but like I said, it had just been raining, and so as I'm like reaching out with my hand, my foot slips in the mud, and I fall, and I touch the window, but. Like my for the top of my forehead down to the bridge of my nose smacks right into the back side panel of this truck. Makes this giant dent. And apparently I stood up from that and then collapsed onto the ground uh very dramatically and was knocked out for about thirty seconds. I don't remember any of that part.
2: <laughs> Clearly.
0: Uh but then I came came to and uh they made me go to the hospital, and I had a concussion, and so I couldn't play any of the games the rest of the week, which was fine by me because uh. I was fat and slow. Was, <laughs> am perpetually fat and slow.
2: Shut up.
0: And so, uh, yeah those those are the those are the two big big stories of me actually hurting myself.
2: So when I was about six, um, I think this is the last memory that I have of my grandparents' house in Maryland before they moved to Tennessee. Um, But it had been raining, and I have never, ever, 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 ever been a tennis shoes kind of person. Never. I've always worn ballet flats, even when I was very little. I used to call them my ballet bow shoes. That's what... They had a little bow on them, and they looked like ballet flats. Anyway, but I was running as fast as I could to go into my grandparents' house. They had um, a long uh, brick walkway that led up to three brick steps, okay? And then just a tiny little patio to go into their front door, okay? Yeah. So I'm running down this brick walkway, I go to step up on the first step, and because it had been raining, it's slick, and ballet bow <laughs> shoes have no grip, and so, so my foot slipped, and my chin met the edge of the brick step. Oh. So if you look, like the look, corner. look, look, look,
0: look. Yeah. You hear it? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: I still have the scar on my chin where I busted my chin wide open.
0: Dij has a very similar scar. Yeah. From when she uh, face planted in the street while riding her bike, like she went over the handlebars and yeah. landed chin first.
2: Yeah. So still I think that scar. I think that may take the cake actually. <laughs> and it was like nine o'clock at night, and I can remember sitting in my parents' car and them driving around trying to figure out where to take me if I needed to get stitches. And I'm just like holding this towel to my chin. I remember that. I don't well, think that they ever took me anywhere to get anything.
0: You know what? You're fine. <laughs> that's
2: why I got such a bad scar. At 30 years later, 31 years later,
0: put some El- Elmer's glue on there to hold it. I mean, that's
2: what Chris would have done to our kids. He would have put super
0: glue super on glue, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've done a few of those. Yeah. Super glue welds. Yeah.
2: I mean, that's boys. what super glue was originally used for. It was right. used. As a military-grade
0: medical, medical aid.
2: Yep, thank you. Military-grade military grade medical, medical aid. aid. <laughs> Super glue. <laughs> we are here and available for all of your brand's needs. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. If I had enough brain power I would put together a whole jingle. Whole jingle for it. Jingle jingle jingle. That's enough questions. Let's end with our verse for the day.
2: Our verse for the day is Colossians four, five through six. Walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of the time. Let your speech always be gracious gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer each person.
0: (laughs) How you ought. To answer.
2: I mean, I'm sure that there's a version Each out person. there that doesn't put ought in there, so <laughs> whatever.
0: Shh. And that's going to do it for the back row with Matt and Mo. We hope you enjoyed our discussions and hope you'll join us again for our next show.
2: Check out lovethynerd.com. It is positively jam-packed with articles, podcasts, and videos that cover a wide range of nerdy topics. And just like any ministry, we are largely supported by those willing to partner with us financially.